Hello everybody, welcome back to Comic Comedians. We are now in season two, and I am so glad to be back. It's been almost a year, but we are back and better than ever. And today, we're going to be kicking off season two by talking to one of the writers of the brand new video game, Justice League Cosmic Chaos. Now, when recording, I forgot to have him plug himself in, so I'm just going to do that right now. His name is Drew X Deficit on TikTok. That's D-R-E-W-X-D-E-F-I-C-I-T on TikTok. So check him out. He's a super awesome guy, and you're going to learn a lot about him during this podcast. I also wanted to give you guys a little bit of a fair warning that my mic was a little bit off when I was recording this, but I cleaned it up the best I could. So if it sounds a little grainy, that's why. But overall, it does sound pretty clear, and it's not probably not going to bother anybody. I hope it doesn't. So just wanted to give you guys that little fair warning. Throughout this podcast, we're going to be talking about how he scored an awesome job, like writing for the Justice League, how he did it, what he based this game on, and what stories he read and what movies he watched and all that other jazz. But before we get started, what do you call it when Batman gets out of bed? The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, let's jump to that title sequence right now. Welcome to Comic Comedians. I am Shuby, your host, and today I am here. Actually, I don't even know. Like, what, what do you want me to call you? Uh, Drew Deficit, or like, is there like another name you want me to call you? You can just call me Drew. That's fine. All right. Well, we're here with Drew, and Drew is the is one of the writers of the newest video game, Justice League Cosmic Chaos. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm well. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to talk about this game with you. I I remember seeing it like last year, somebody promoting it, and then I saw that you were one of the writers, and I think I followed you then. And mm-hmm. since then, I've just been seeing you promote this game, and it looks so fun. It looks fun for both the kids and adults. It has all these awesome like vibes to it. So tell me, like, what was the process like of you becoming a writer on this project? Like, did you help come up with it, or like what what was the process on that? This is going to be a long uh, explanation, but it's all necessary. It's all part of it. Okay, so let's go back to 2019. I was in, I've been doing like punk rock bands since I was a kid, pretty much since I was 13. And around 2018, I started a new band. Uh, We were this hardcore punk band. It was, it's like the only band I've ever been in that like people cared about. So we were like playing shows all over the place. Uh, in between, you know, like whenever I would get breaks from my teaching job. And over the summer, we decided to do uh, an East Coast tour. And so we went, we did this East Coast tour and we met up with another band, a band from Philadelphia called Chemical Fix. And we became really good friends with them. So it sounds like it has nothing to do with writing a video game, but we're going to get it. Fast forward to like late 2020, the pandemic is in full swing. We've done a couple tours with this band, but like we haven't been able to, you know, our band, their band, nobody can do anything at this point. I had started a uh, just like started making TikToks kind of analyzing characters in the DC universe and and just how they would like approach real world things in, in our world. Started with the election. Like how would how would Superman approach the last the pre- presidential election? You know, that was kind of the idea. And then it just kind of steamrolled from there. And so the singer of this other band, Chemical Fix, who we toured with, reached out to me and he was just like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but I am in the art department at this game development company. And he's just like, we have a project that we want to talk to you about. 
And I kind of was just like, oh, okay. I, you know, I, I knew like some of the stuff that they had done, but I didn't know what it was. And so like they got me on a phone call with him and his boss. Um, we had a Zoom call and they were just like, look, we're going to write, we're working on this Justice League game. We got the licensing from Warner Brothers. We're working with DC on it. And they, they were just kind of like, we don't know enough about like nobody here in the office knows the characters as well as you do. And we know that you know the characters because we've watched your TikToks. And so <laughs> what do you think about like writing the game? And I kind of was just like, at first I was just like, no, I, I'm not going to do that. Like that's a really big, like, you know, that's a really yeah. big ask from somebody who's never written anything like long form, um, who definitely has never written a video game, prefers to write like short stories and comics and also is a teacher during the day. But they they talked me into it. And then within like the next couple weeks, they had shared, you know, what they had been working on. And yeah, that's okay. that's how I got pulled in. I mean, it's always cool to hear the origin story, if you will, about how some of these cool projects come to be. But what is like the storyline? Like, can you give me like a quick sense of what the storyline of what this is? Like, I know like it's the Justice League versus Mr. Mixaplate or ever, however you say his name. I've never been able to pronounce it. We, we, but... uh, we got official confirmation from, and this was a big thing for me, official confirmation from Warner Brothers and DC. <laughs> it is Mixaspitalik. Mixaspitalik. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a tongue. Mix a spilly. Yeah, that's going to be a minute for me to pick if you, up. If you watch his episode of the De of the Superman animated series from the 90s, he gives you mix, yes, pit, lick. Mix, like, yes, pit, lick. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that so makes sense. That's how it all shook out for me. So I'll, I'll, I can give you like a very yeah. brief little bit. So Pretend like I know nothing about this. Like That's probably the best way to... So a video game is uh, no, I'm just <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so the story is about like the Justice League coming to Happy Harbor, which is like in the Silver Age. The Happy Harbor was like where the Justice League headquarters was, and they they come to come back to Happy Harbor for the first time in a really long time to celebrate and help inaugurate Snapper Carr. He's he, he's a character that hasn't been seen in a long time, but Snapper Carr was like the mascot of the Justice League. He was like uh, almost like a representative of theirs in the uh, in the Silver Age. And anyway, so Snapper Carr is being awarded mayorship of Happy Harbor. And because he's like an honorary Justice League member, members of the league have shown up there, kind of just, you know, congratulate him, reward him. Uh, and be a part of that day for him. And then Mr. Mixie Spitalik shows up and decides that he's going to be the mayor because being mayor of Happy Harbor means that he gets a direct line to annoying Superman. And that's that's kind of how the story starts. Okay. And I also saw that you are getting some legacy voice actors to portray our main Justice League members in this game, from what I read, you will be you will get the choice to play Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman, and you get to switch like kind of like Ultimate Alliance. You get to switch throughout the game. Yeah, you get to you just you press a button, switch on the fly, and then you are like uh, Lego. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very similar to that. you're getting Vanessa Marshall 
to come back as Wonder Woman. You're getting Deirdre Baker as Batman, who is currently playing Batman in the Harley Quinn series. He also did Barry from the Bold. So you got a good Batman. And then, of course, you got the King, Nolan North, as Superman. Did you yes. ever get to work with any of them, like, at, when I, they were reading their scripts? I got to be on the call with Nolan North. So I was on a Zoom with him while he was reading not all of his lines, but a lot of his lines. What was that like? Just, like, seeing it for, like, Kind of face to face, but not exactly. But sure. you know, the closest you'll probably get to. It was it was really cool. There was a moment for me. The cool. Let me just say too, like during the pandemic, I was you know like my school year had ended, and I was sitting at home you know for the summer, and I couldn't do anything because everything was still closed. And so I played through the entire Uncharted franchise, and so like a year later. I'm on a phone call with like Nathan Drake himself, you know, That's and so awesome. that was really, that was really cool. But yeah, I, so the one thing that was really cool for me is not just like, you know, it's cool to like see somebody who's really good at their job, just do their job, you know? Like, that's very fun. But at one point, I remember that he read a line that I wrote and then he just went, man, that's a good line. And that I was riding that high until now. What was the line? If you, can you, are you allowed to tell me? I cannot remember what it was because I was oh, just man. so like, that was one of mine, you know? Yeah, no, I, I wonder, I, I can only imagine what that would be like. And I'm sure it was just a dream come true. Did your like childhood, you just come out and get really excited to see it come to life? Maybe when the first trailer came out, like, what was that like? When the first, sir, we, we, we released a, they released a teaser trailer. Right. Like during, um, you know, the, the publisher Outright Games released like a little teaser at the very end of one of their, you know, events that they did, an online event. And that first teaser was really cool, but it was just like the Justice League lineup. And at that point, like I was still working on the game, but I, you know, like I, there was a lot that I hadn't seen yet. I had seen the character models and I had seen uh, a few other things. But what I hadn't seen until this new trailer came out was like, any of the animation and so when that first trailer dropped and i got to see like the actual animation of what you know the three the like the justice league looks like yeah. and what mixy spittalik looks like that was very cool because you know for the long in my head you know i'm working on a video game but i'm also kind of working on a cartoon yeah and so that that was very uh kind of yeah it took me back to like being a kid and thinking you know the moment when i realized every cartoon somebody has to make that and there have to be voices behind that and stuff and that yeah it's very exciting for me so when you were making when you were writing this game I, from what i've seen so far it looks like you're trying to make something that's good for literally everybody like everybody should be able to play this so how did you keep this kid friendly but also mature enough for adults to also enjoy it well like what, like what was the, what was the process behind that the I mean, the goal from the beginning was always like, this has to be a kid's story, you know, yeah. because that's just like the style of the game. That's what was agreed upon that this was going to be a children's game. And I very much am in the camp that like, just because something's made for children doesn't mean that it has to automatically be bad. And there are people who just will automatically think that like, if something's made for kids, it must not be good enough for adults. And so my idea, like my goal throughout it was we make a game for children, but we include things that like maybe the lessons that you would have gotten as a kid that you still need to hear as an adult, you know? 
Yeah. And there are, I mean, there are like, I don't want to say like adult situations because there's a certain implication there, but I mean, like, there are things that happen in the game that I don't think that people are expecting to see from a children's game. Like certain, you know, thing, like certain plot points or certain conversations that the characters are going to have. Um, oh, okay. That, that, yeah, I think that like, you know, it will appeal to adults. And I think also I'm a big, I'm big on like trying to keep things contemporary. So I wanted to make sure that like there were issues in this that didn't feel like they were dated at all. So that the person, you know, an adult who's maybe like watching their child play or playing alongside their child would, it would pick up on and be like, oh, that's a parallel to something that's happening now, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that was something that, you know, Bruce Tim really brought to his Justice League universe with, like, I can still go back and rewatch those and I can still, like, be like, wow, I can see it from a different perspective as an adult mm-hmm. and as a child, which is what I'm really hoping to see out of this game. Like, I'm really excited to play it myself. There's, so, you know, when I was first kind of like, okay, like, I got to get in the mindset of, like, I'm going to write the Justice League. I was watching a lot of the Justice League cartoons and stuff like that. And I, I, I also went and watched a lot of the Superman cartoon because that would, for me, like that was a lot of what introduced me to Superman as a kid. Like I, I have very concrete memories of watching that and kind of, you know, knowing that that's who Superman is from what they built up. And like, there's, I think it's like the third episode, second or third episode or something like that. There's like a character in there who uh, he like gets mad about uh, like union scabs coming in and taking his job, you know? And like, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, like as a kid, I didn't know what that meant. But like now that resonates with me. Like it's just like a little throwaway line, but it's still like, it feels very real and and you know it's kind of played for laughs but it still is like you know that's a real situation yeah and i think that's super important especially when it comes to like making big things like with big ips like this because a lot of people some people need to be exposed to a little bit of this and a little bit of that so i think it's important i think it's really cool that you're incorporating it this way i think it's really cool yeah well i i I hope that it continues to be cool i hope uh i hope people (laughs) pick up on it i was when i was reading through the comicbook.com article on it they seem to be a little confused on one thing that you did do for the game and it was the elemental powers that each character gets superman has like the fire elemental batman has the what ice elemental and then wonder woman has an electrical elemental so the Superman one kind of made sense to me because the heat vision, but can you explain like why Wonder Woman has the lightning and Batman has the ice? So I will say that that stuff was made by the developers. So that okay. like, I, I don't have literally no like you telling me that is, is the first I've heard of that. Uh, yeah. So that wasn't, that wasn't like built into the story. However, if I had to say, if I had to like kind of link that, I would say, Ice makes sense for Batman because, for one, Batman has several, like, ice-related villains that are pretty close to him. But also, the uh, I, I would think that, like, ice would be something that would combat speed. And so, from, like, a character perspective, you know, Superman's got the speed. He can catch up with people. Wonder Woman's also... Wonder Woman's also got speed, but she's not as fast as, as Superman. But Batman doesn't have speed at all without the help of vehicles so he would probably need something to slow down a character and with wonder woman it also makes sense that she would have lightning because she's related to zeus no matter which version of wonder woman you're thinking about she is either the daughter of zeus from like the new 52 origin or she's uh sculpted out of clay and then given life by zeus right 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with a bolt of lightning of all things as well. And yeah. I mean, in, in Wonder Woman 1984, we do see her swinging like Tarzan on lightning, lightning bolt, which yeah. hit, love or hate the movie. That was a cool scene. I, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I love that scene so much. So I also see that a lot of different characters, I've even seen you comment on some of my videos because I also talk about niche characters in the DC universe. I've seen you say, oh, maybe these this character might show up. Like, what is it? Like Zodiac Like might possibly show up? So what are some of the fun? Like, I see Sergeant Rock. I see, you were talking about Snapper Car. Starro the Conqueror may possibly show up. Like, who, who are some of your favorite characters that you got to incorporate? And maybe some characters that you didn't even think you would ever see in a video game that you um, got to put in. I know that... Okay, first of all, I'm a huge Batman fan. Like, Batman is my favorite superhero. But... For me, like, the one thing that I was super stoked about and, like, actually, like, I had to take a minute and be like, oh, like, this is a real thing that's happening in my life was getting to write Superman. Getting to write Superman is something that, like, I hope that in whatever capacity I get to do that again, um, because I just have, like, so many ideas of, like, what Superman should be and should mean to the world. Um, and, and I always want to incorporate that. There are a lot of characters in this game that have not been revealed yet. And so there is one in particular who hasn't been revealed. And so I, I can't tell you who it is that when writing this character, I was so excited to just get to like try to live in their head for a while. Um, <laughs> and that was super fun. But since that's really a non-answer, because I, I, I will give you one, I really was excited to write booster gold oh yeah he, he was in the uh, article yeah yeah booster gold's in the game he's a, he's like a side character and of course with booster gold there's another character that comes along robotic character who uh gets to be there and kind of roast him a little bit so that was uh that was a fun i don't know you gotta get like a two for one there and like what i liked about booster gold is that as i said like a lot of the developers um or like you know the like people working on the game they weren't as familiar with these characters so like i had to sit down and i had to explain to them like oh no as a justice league member they don't really like booster gold that much <laughs> Like, he's disappointing to them be just because of, like, who he is, you know? And so it was kind of fun to just have to explain that, like, Booster Gold is a guy who's going to get on their nerves. And that's just the way that it is. Yeah, and like the other Justice League members, are they going to have just word bubbles, like, in a kind of like a Game Boy game? Or are they actually going to have voice actors voicing them as well? As far as I know, and again, just in the writing department, so a lot of development right. stuff was, you know, I wasn't a part of, but... As far as I know, the entire game is fully voice acted. That's insane. I now I'm really excited because if they, I mean if they're willing to get legacy voice actors for just the main cast, I'm sure they would do that. I mean, or maybe just the game developers themselves. Maybe they just happen to be there and they were like, you know what, I can do a funny voice, you know, and then they do that. You know, who knows? Which is just super exciting. I I love animation and I love all this stuff. So same. I do want to say something about voice acting, which is Gilbert Gottfried. I don't know if he had signed on or not. It sounded like him. But he was supposed to be Mixie Spitalik, and then, of course, he, he died, and so he couldn't be it. But who they got to play play Mixie is somebody I'm a huge fan of, so I was really excited about it. It's Dana Snyder from Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Squid Billies, and, you know, I was really excited about that. 
It sounds a lot like Gilbert Godfrey. At first, I did think it was him. I was just like, is this going to be like his last role? Or, you know, like how, uh, what is it, like Chadwick Boseman was in What If for his last role? Mm-hmm. Like, I was wondering if that's what was the case, which would have made this game super special. But like, I don't know if you read the comicbook.com like preview event that they did. I did about an hour ago. So. Oh, okay, so you, how do you feel about like literally one of the biggest comic book websites saying that this game is truly a love letter to DC fans? I, I mean, that's it's really cool because first and foremost, like before before even coming to write this, like I am a DC fan, it's, and it's why I got that job is just from being a fan of of these characters. And I know that people say that all the time, but like. This behind me, you know, like this is my comic collection and that's, you know, I got like the trade paperbacks over there and then these are all the single issues. Those are about, I would say, 90% DC books. And I mean, like it's that's what's exciting to me to read like all this stuff, you know, about, oh, it's a love letter to DC. Like, yeah, I hope that it is because that's what it's supposed to be. For, that's what for I was me, for. <laughs> you know, that's like there was a point when I was writing, I was working on the script, and I don't think that Warner Brothers or DC kind of got the angle that I was going with on a lot of things. And so I was just like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause the script for a second and I'm going to write a document explaining why these things need to happen. And what it came down to was that, like, you have the characters returning to Happy Harbor to visit an old friend. And so I was just like, to me, all that is, is like trying to make a point about the legacy of the Justice League. And so all these things have to happen because they're going to be references to like the longevity of the League and the the continuing legacy of it as well as like people from the past. And so like, because of that, they're just like references to, you know, like somebody spent some time in Happy Harbor and maybe they left some stuff behind or maybe they, you know, they, they're not a, you know, they're not an active member of the Justice League anymore, but their presence is still felt and, and, you know, stuff like that. Especially when you have characters like The Flash and you have Green Lantern who are themselves legacy characters and there are other Green Lanterns. So they're going to talk about that and they're going to talk about like one of the big bummers for me was that Martian Manhunter wasn't a, a part of the the you know the lineup and I really wanted him to be so I was just like okay well how do we make his presence felt and so you'll you'll find that in there and it's all about the fact that the league exists and will continue to exist and when they say it's a love letter to these characters that's exactly what I hoped people would take from it. That's insane. You said you watched the Superman show, which is by far a, one of the best depictions of Superman in one of my personal opinions. It's yeah, in, fantastic. Yeah. Did, were there any like comic books that you read? Like I know like the game, I'm sure this was a developer thing. Like they kind of made Batman look like the Dark Knight Returns like or anything like that. Was there any comic books that you read? Because it seems very Silver Agey from the way that you're talking about it. For sure, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a Silver Age element to it, but I also think that there needed to be, like, it needed to feel modern, especially because me, like, I'm personally just, like, a really big fan of 80s DC. So, like, I I wanted it to kind of have a feel like Silver Age, but with a more modern interpretation. So I knew you were going to ask this question, so I got ready. (laughs) So these are some of the books that... um, I, I, I really took inspiration from Justice League International is 
a huge influence on this game. Probably the mo the biggest influence on on the way that the characters interact with each other. Then uh, let's see, not just Public Enemies, but like especially the Jeff Loeb era Superman and Batman. I think that the way that this series like allows the two characters to comment on each other, and you really get like Superman's understanding of Batman as well as Batman's understanding of Superman is just really really fun and i try i wanted to like borrow from that quite a bit one that i don't have uh because it's stored away in here but uh whatever happened to the man of tomorrow i think is is a one of the most important i mean it, it is one of the most important superman stories ever and so like there are sections that i kind of wanted to borrow from that not necessarily the more like you know the more somber parts of it but the way that it is kind of like a modern interpretation of these Silver Age ideas. And one, a, a book that does exactly that, New Frontier by Darwin Cook, which is, I think this is required reading if you're a yes. fan of the Justice League. Um, it is so good. Uh, and I, yeah, I went, I went and I reread all this stuff. And then, you know, there was other stuff too. I mean, like, I think that... Uh, Tom King's Up in the Sky is one of the best uh, recent Superman stories. And so, like, there's little bits of his Superman in there. I think that Grant Morrison's Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Earth One, kind of influenced the way that, like, the attitude that I put in for Diana. A big thing for me is that, like, when it comes to when it comes to Wonder Woman is really, like, when it comes to all the characters, we wanted to, like, kind of take elements the uh what made them unique and then just kind of like exaggerate them so wonder woman throughout the game is like she's kind of rascally like she's not going out and picking fights but if she finds one you know she's not upset about it yeah i mean that's that sounds like classic wonder woman too you know like she she ain't gonna start something but she will end something if she has to which yeah. is why i love her so much she's actually one of my like literally she's in the top three for for a reason so yeah for sure there it seems to me like there is a lot of love put into this project how long did it take you to write this though i think from i think i started in march of 2021 and then i i turned in like my last my last work for the script was turned in in may of 2022 so it was like a year and some change during that year like you did all the reading and you did all the writing How, what was like the process of the writing did you like storyboard it out first or did you kind of just like write it as if you were writing a script or did you uh, just like write it like maybe like a comic book so it, it kind of it, it was it was very similar to how i would write comics and so like in that regard like it was yeah i took to it kind of easily the way the process essentially was just like they had an idea for a story like the the developers and this is what they pitched to dc to to be able to get it and then we kind of started changing it up and we went with it we went a different direction with it and from that point on it was kind of just like they would say hey we have this is what needs to happen story-wise um however you get there is up to you but these are the things that need to happen uh, in order for the game to make sense. And so then I would just go in and like script out a scene. I did like full script. Um, I mean, to the point where like I was, you know, saying like, 
the actions that the characters were going to be doing during that time. And, uh, you know, again, I never written a video game before, so there were limitations on that, but I straight up just told them like, Hey, I'm just going to write it how I'm going to write it. And if you need to change anything, like maybe this can't happen because of limitations to coding or anything like that, you know, just change it. That's, that's all you, that's all you got to do. And so like, that was kind of how we found uh, a good balance. I'm really big on dialogue. Like for me, dialogue, like uh, I try to do anything I can to make the dialogue sound believable and push the story forward um, while also revealing character. Like those are the three things that dialogue should do. And uh, I I, I think that like that's where I really shined. And then they could come in and, and be like, okay, so we need the characters to do this action to make it go forward. And so... I would get a cup, get a section, script it out, send it to them. Uh, they'd make some edits. I would change it, and then we'd move on to the next thing. Well, it seems like, like I said before, it seems like there's a lot of love put into it. I'm so excited. What platforms will this be showing up on? Like, I know PS4 and Nintendo Switch. What is also going to be on the Xbox and everything? It's going to be, if you can play it, it's going to be on there. That's um, exciting. So, so uh, PS4... Uh, PS5, which I think it is a separate disc. I don't think it's like a, a PS4 and then you upgrade, but uh, I think it's a separate disc. Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, uh, Switch, Steam. Am I forgetting one? Is there another big console that I'm not... I see here it says Nintendo Switch, PS4, 5, Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox X slash S. There you go. So yeah, I mean, it seems so, really. And uh, before we before we head out, if this does end up getting doing well, would you be open to writing a sequel? Hey, if they if they ask me, I'll do it. All right, that, that's all we need to hear. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. March tenth, twenty twenty three. Go pick up a copy or download a co- or download a copy from the store from the uh, store. I'm sure they'll have it on the Nintendo store or wherever. Go go get a copy of Justice League Cosmic Chaos. I, I, I love alliteration, too. It's going to have so... I, I, it looks so much fun. I'm really excited to play it. I am, too, because I haven't, I haven't gotten to play it yet. So Really? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I played, like, an early version of it as it was being built. But, like, that was a long time ago. And so I haven't, like, I haven't gotten to see any of the final product or anything like that. So this is all going to be just a surprise for me too. Uh, and uh, what I'm what I'm hoping to do, if I can get everything set up for it, uh, I'm hoping to do uh, a couple of like live streams of me just kind of like playing through the game and offering commentary about like, you know, what, how did we do, you know, like what was I thinking when I was writing this and how did we come up with this idea, you know, and whatever like that, what changed here? Because um, I think that that would be a lot of fun. And I forgot to ask you, you said you were a teacher. What grades do you teach? I teach uh, mainly 12th grade uh, literature. Okay. So, oh, so you teach them comic books, um, I'm guessing. I, 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 with my... uh, (laughs) I actually might do an article on that, so... With, with my senior classes uh, right now, my literature classes and my AP literature class, we're reading Watchmen. So that's That's what what, what I'm doing right now. (laughs) And how do they feel? Like, like I'm sure you've told them that you got to write a Justice League video game. What, what, how, how are they like excited to play it? Like, how, how are your students like reacting to all this? My students are um, severely unimpressed by everything. Um, so I also, I also teach a film class, right? 
Okay. Um, we watched this past week, we watched John Wick uh, and talked about like its impact on the action genre and like all this stuff. And the kids were just like, yeah, that was boring. That movie's boring. And I was just like, I don't understand what it's like. But yeah, like I think last year when I finally got to like tell the kids what it was I was working on, because a lot of them knew that I was working on something. And I think that last year, like they seemed pretty excited about it. But when you when I tell them that like, oh, I get to like I got to write the Justice League, they're just kind of like, yeah, everybody gets to write the Justice League, you know, because they're they've just been exposed to like so much superhero media, you know. Okay. I I will say one thing that I I I have annoyed my friends with this so much that I get to say this now. But um last year I had a student I had a student who right around the time the Batman came out. Yeah. He was like I didn't think that movie was very good because like Batman's just a detective in it. And I said, Well yeah, that's what Batman is. <laughs> yeah, right. And he was just like well, you know, I don't think to me that's not Batman. And then I was just like, "Hey, one person in this room has written Batman." So, right, exactly. Like, <laughs> did you write for Batman? Because I did. That's. But you know, you got the biggest brag of all. You can say that Nolan North said that your Superman line was a good was a good yeah. Superman line. So I, I, I mean, I'll tell you this. Another thing, just you know, because I, I can keep talking forever. During Nolan North's recording session, there was a section where he was talking to two and like Superman is talking to two NPCs and he kept reading the NPCs lines and he was putting like putting different spins on it and, and, and whatnot. And like when I write dialogue, like I include dialect in there. So like the way that they would talk is written into, you know, how, how they would like how it's supposed to sound, you know? And, uh, I remember that he kept reading these characters and he just kept like chuckling to himself. And he was just like, can I be these guys? Cause they're so funny. And, <laughs> and I think someone was just like, yeah, maybe if you want to, you can do it later. <laughs> I would have gotten so red in the face. Like I would have turned into like an airhead commercial, you know, like where my, my head would have gotten so red. I would have like exploded. Well, like I said, I do got to close out. So thank you so much for coming on. Guys, check out Justice League Cosmic Chaos. Drew, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me. March 10th, guys. Go in. I'm getting it now. What are, you, what are you waiting for, everybody? Thank you so much for coming on. I will send you the podcast as soon as it's up. All right. Hey, thanks. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. You have a great day, all right? Hey, do the same.